0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara and Mike Ozipovich. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Hitting you with the bass. Hey. <laughs> He's all about that bass. And uh it's good to hear Matt's mic coming in nice and clear. We uh had a technical error last week if it, if you couldn't hear Matt very well. We uh we sent Matt off to uh radio school and he fixed that problem. Well, it's all fixed up, yeah. yeah. I'm no longer calling from a tin can. Good to hear. It's good to hear your nice manly deep voice. <clears throat> Let's do this. Let's do it. And let's get into it. So week eight, Dynasty Fantasy Football. Week eight is where, you know, week eight is a really good spot to start making trades because this is where people know they're out of it or they're really in the hunt. And if you're in the hunt, you might be a piece away because other team might have, you know, Dynasty, there's some teams that are really, really good. So if you want to get over that edge or give you that extra edge, now's a good time to make that trade. Teams are looking to rebuild teams are finally willing to give up on their older players that you are looking for, you know, that you can get for second-round picks, third-round picks that don't have long-term value but have value for you this year uh, or maybe even possibly next year. I know, I know Matt just made a trade for Tom Brady. Long-term value, not great, but this year, great value. Absolutely, yeah. In, in, our, in my
1: particular division, I'm leading the division. I'm, I'm, In the whole league, I'm leading the league in, in points. And Anything else you want to brag about? No, yeah. I feel like you're bragging right and now. No, I'm leaving
0: my division. I'm leaving points.
1: So I'm, I'm up there at where I'm contending, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, uh, Tony Romo gets hit in the back and, and comes out of the game and scares the crap out of me. He's my, really my only quarterback I have other than, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. And if I'm going to make that deep playoff push, there's no way I can have Teddy Bridgewater as my quarterback. So I went out and traded for Tom Brady. It good cause. it cost me, you know, one second round pick next year, and then a, a second round pick in 2016, which is probably you know overpaying a little bit. No, I don't
0: think so. No, you think it was good value? I Man, it's all right. I okay. like it. I all mean, right. but, but the 2016 th- second's not really it holds. I mean, it's less right. value,
1: right? I mean, the and they, and it, I thought I thought it worked out great for both of us because the team that I I traded, you know, the picks to they they definitely need to rebuild. They're in that rebuild mode, and it's going to help them. And Tom Brady's like perfect insurance for me
2: well even like just say for example like uh tom brady say he had x whatever value you deem odds are like if you're gonna like you have a good chance of winning the championship or whatever you know your team's pretty good uh, you know as you've told us, and so, um, but, like, if you're in a situation you need to make a move, you might have to overpay. That's just how it goes, right, you know? Right. Like, not everything goes according exactly to value. If you want to get that deal done, you, you might have to overpay a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I've
0: done but, that. I mean, I remember, I remember giving a first-round pick for Ricky Williams towards the end of his career, and I mean, it was, like, the year before he retired. Right. And I knew I was overpaying, but I desperately needed a running back, and that was the only one I was able to get. And it cost me a first and I was willing to pay I was like, I don't care, I'm going for the I'm going for the ship, man, you know, so right. Yeah, I mean you gotta overpay sometimes. It's yeah.
1: I mean, I thought it it worked out well and uh, you know, he's a nice little insurance policy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So week eight's a good a good point to do that. Again, I mean You know where you're staying week eight. If you're in the middle of the pack, even maybe make a trade to try and get into the playoffs. Because once you get into the playoffs, anything is possible. We have a lot of guys coming back. You know, guys that are sitting on Calvin Johnson. Guys that are sitting on A.J. Green. Guys like that are coming back here soon. If you're a Josh Gordon owner, he's coming back soon. A lot of guys are going to be coming back to help you make that extra push. Gronk's finally getting healthy. For me personally, you know, I put up over 200. uh, You know, if we're going to brag, I put over 200 points it doesn't yeah. happen very often. I had like 203 points this you, week. You did. You nailed it, man. Yeah, just me pat myself on the back. But Gronk I mean, that, is a huge right. factor of that. and he. But he's he's something that the reason I'm in the middle of the pack right now making that push to get into the playoffs is because I haven't had Gronk. And he's one of the key factors in my team. I mean, it helps having you know, Jeremy Macklin to be over that 200 point as well. But guys like that are key essentials to making the playoffs. And like you said, you go from if you don't have insurance and you don't have backups, you go from making the playoffs with. Tony Romo, Boomy's out. You're instant you're done. Yeah, one and done. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah, right. and that's that's always a bad spot to be.
2: Right, since we're bragging since I have the best record in the league at 7 and 1 and RG3 <laughs> is injured, I'm walking that fine line do I just stick with Joe Flacco as my backup? I've been trying to make deals for quarterbacks, but it's like I don't want to pay too much and jeopardize my future cuz I'm kind of like I could Joe Flacco's doing decent enough, you know, it's like, do I want to mortgage everything or can I just, cr- you know, cross my fingers and hope that he does well. So it's the trades out there are crazy, man. And since everyone was bragging, I wanted to brag. Too, no, absolutely. So.
1: And and that is, I mean, Joe Flacco is a good backup quarterback and he'll probably get you through this stretch. I just did, I I couldn't go with the guy I had, you know, like well, I, you, I had Teddy. I, oh, absolutely. You can,
0: I can never really count on anything from him. Well, he right. started Joe Flacco too. So it's kind of. See, if I'm you, I'm doing what I'm doing what I can. I'm looking who has the best backups. Obviously, it's Tommy at Dynasty Tommy. And I'm seeing what I can move, maneuver. You know, and, he's and he's not trading me. He's not trading me. He already
2: me. said no matter what, I'm. he's not trading me. That selfish son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I offer. He's not trading me. Yeah, he told
0: me, too. He's like, I can't trade Mike because if I trade him, he has a better champ- chance to win the championship. And I'm competing for the championship. And I right. told him, don't even worry about him because I'm winning the championship. Right. So it's all kind of a relative. Well, yeah, that, that, that's why that's why
1: my trade fell through with Tommy too. He was like, "If I trade that guy to you, you're going to win the championship." I was like, "All right, well."
0: And you got to be smart about that too. Right. I mean,
1: you can't beef up the competition. Exactly. Right. That's why you. That's why you know guys at the top got to look for guys at the bottom because that's really the most realistic trades.
0: Yeah, they're the ones trying to rebuild, and those right. old guys aren't doing them any favors, and they're looking for draft picks, and now. And now's the time to get those draft picks. It's much harder to get draft picks later when we get closer to the draft and people start to fall in love with these rookies. Absolutely. So right. uh, let's get into week eight a little bit and see what we learned here from week eight. Uh, you know, coming to week eight, I get a lot of questions about Brandon Oliver. Uh, will, is he like a future three? I think it's one of the Twitter questions we got, too. So if we do, if we answer this now, then we do. And I'll throw his name out there. But is Brandon Oliver, when Ryan Matthews comes back, is he have a shot to be, a running back here in San Diego for the future? I mean, just given his
1: age and, you know, Ryan Matthews' uh, history of injuries and just ineffective. He's a free agent after this year. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I, I think, think he looks better
0: than Matthews does. You're right. Concur. I think at worst case, he's a running back by committee guy that will contribute to your fantasy team. Yeah. Will he be a you know a running back one? No. Will he be a running back two? Probably. Probably. I PPR leaks.
1: PPRs, yeah, that's what I was going to say.
2: Yeah, I think he'll be a contributor, like someone that, like, yeah, you know, you are you don't want to have in your starting lineup, but with, like, buys or maybe some injuries or whatever, you can plug them in and, you will get you some points.
0: And I saw... And like, I moving saw, forward. I right saw now. you updated your trade bait today, you know, right. since we're in San Diego. You put Keenan Allen out there. Mm-hmm. Just to see. Just to see what you can get for him. Yeah, if anyone was interested.
1: It's that time of year.
2: Right. I mean, I'm not like, oh, I got to trade Keenan Allen. but well, I'm just tossing out a name or two to see what i put you never know what can
0: get yeah it's good to do that because you never know what you might get offered somebody like, oh wow keen allen i'll give you a sean mccoy i'm like
2: okay i mean yeah you don't know i mean i put a couple guys on there like uh ben tate and lamar miller too so
0: Mm. just to just see just to see so keen allen i mean he you know it's are we just calling this like a sophomore slump i mean obviously verse in this game he had a hell of a game i mean he he did great and i have keen allen multiple leagues and i i was a fan of that uh so it, it's kind of nice to see that come back to him but he's just being inconsistent right he's had a couple good games i'm not worried at all about king Allen in no i, I just think either.
2: it's just like a down year in terms of like production because the targets are still there and he's it just whatever it's, it's just weird. not working out for him
0: philip is having philip rivers is having like the best year he's ever had right right would you and, think and, if i told you that like now you know before week one hey guys by week eight, Philip Rivers gonna be MVP candidate. But like, right. wow, Keen Allen's having a monster. You're right. You wouldn't
1: think Antonio Gates is having a. It's Antonio right? Gates.
0: Yeah. That's a good. That's a good guy to go out there. Like if you were weak at that tight end position, absolutely. who has like maybe you can give up like two seconds and maybe a a tight end that has like future value. You know, that'd be a good kind of guy to go get because he's having a hell of a year himself. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Like I mean, I bought in all in on Keen, and I'm in three leagues. I draft. I have him in all three leagues. No, so, and it's, like, not, it's just
0: disappointing. I was
2: hoping for better because he was so good last year. Hands.
0: So, now, I had, uh, I had a guy, he asked me, uh, like, who should I sit out of these? And it was, like, th- four good guys. And I was, like, i oh, sit Sanders. You know, he, he doesn't. And I don't know if you listen to me because another guy told him not to sit Sanders. And the guy's, like, oh, who's the guy that sit Sanders? I'm, like, dude, he had one touchdown throughout the whole year. Like, I I know he's good. but other other guys are good. I was looking for touchdowns here. And then, of course, Sanders goes off and scores. Three touchdowns. Yeah, I had him in my starting lineup. It Did amazing. he call you an a hole? No, no, no. That was the guy that said uh, that I said I, was, I sat Eddie Lacy for he, his, his name is Packers fan like oh five, and I was like, oh, I'm sending Eddie Lacy this week for Brent Oliver. He's like, you're you're having stupid. And I'm like, I've been called worse, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, the guy that ended up doing, I don't know if he, if he started him or not, but it's kind of like, dude, I mean, you can't predict somebody's gonna score three touchdowns, but nice game out of Sanders. Long term, where do we see Sanders? Is he is this like a prime guy that you want to sell high on? I'd say yes. Uh, I mean, if you're
2: in that position, yeah. so I'd sell. Yeah, right. but, everything is like position, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. situational yeah. where you're at. Where Matt if has him,
0: him, he's obviously not selling because he's making a push.
2: Yeah, he's making the playoff push, championship push. I wouldn't trade in that situation. This is his best year. Yeah, you if know you're push I mean? it, push it real but good. If you, but if you right um if yeah oh god i want to keep going that's kind of funny but um i I do want to bust out some salt and pepper um (laughs) yeah but like if you're if you're one of those teams that's rebuilding sanders is one of those guys you want to trade like sometimes you get asked like some of the teams that are bad you'll get an owner ask you like oh I mean, this wouldn't happen, but just say, for example, like, oh, I'm one in seven. Should I trade DeMarco Murray? You're like, ah, dude, that's not the guy you trade. You right. trade, like, the Emmanuel Sanders. Antonio you know. Gates. Right. Tom Antonio, Brady. Right. Like, the other guy. Peyton
1: Manning. Well, you, I mean, you, you're yeah. kind of mixing and matching because you just said a bunch of old people and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders isn't old, but I think his
2: value is reliant on I'm, an old quarterback. It, right. That That's exactly so. it. His he, he situ, His situation is based on Peyton Manning. Right. And it's like, to me, if, say, say the Broncos won the Super Bowl and Peyton Manning decides to hang it up, is Emmanuel Sanders going to be as awesome as he is next year? I'm going to say no. I'd My say guess. no, too.
0: Because right. I mean, time has shown that, where right. he's always been, he's made big plays, he's looked good, but he's, without Peyton Manning, he's always been hit and miss. And we've always, Emmanuel Sanders has always had games here and there where he's had big games.
2: Right. He's, he, he's all right, like, you know, but he's not as good as, he is, as he's doing right now. So, to me, if you're like, not. If for dynasty, if you're not gonna make a push at the playoffs, I would look to see what put him trade him to a champ, you know, a contender. Yeah, I God. would. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, if
1: somebody's got a hole and you know stars aligned, you could probably get a first round pick for him right, right. now. The way he's
0: playing, right? And that's and that's where I that's where I see his value too, like a first round pick. Yeah. So to me, I'm selling. You know, that's right. I'm like, Well, wow, I get a first round pick for Emmanuel Sanders, and okay, yeah, I'll take that. Absolutely. I mean, and there's no guarantee. I mean, he's. He's somebody that he's been consistent all year. He's done really well all year. But he is still no guarantee. Like you said, he only had one touchdown going into this game. And there's just so many targets to choose from. So,
2: I mean, I think like this year, you know, hey, ride it. And you just never know what's going to happen with Peyton. I'm sure Peyton will probably play a few more years, so it probably won't matter. But um, it's just something to think about. I think uh, Sanders' value might not be higher than it is right now. I agree.
0: Yep. So. That's why I kind of brought his name up here. Um, Going through, let's look at some of these scores here, too. It was good to see Eddie Lacy bounce back. He he had like 120 yards receiving. Receiving, yeah. 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 Uh, what was it, like a 60-something
1: yard uh, reception?
0: Yeah, which is nice to see because it, it was kind of, like I was like, why do they keep bringing James Starks in here on these third down plays and what I'm using on passing downs when Eddie Lacy is capable of doing something, and he showed. I mean, he had a huge, huge game. I mean, he took away from Jordy Nelson's numbers, and, Really, he's somebody that I really want to see get back on track. I mean, he's something that I'm really big on dynasty value. I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, too, like where he went from first round to now, like, second round, like, for Lacey. So it's good to see him kind of get back on track there and hopefully use him going forward in their passing game.
2: How about Devontae Adams had a good game, too? Again. You know, talk about the rookies. So Again,
0: I mean, if we sit here and talk about rookies, and we can talk about Dante Moncrief playing well in right. Indy. We can talk about Martavis Bryant finally stepping up. I wrote about right. him. uh in uh, my column today on Tuesday, uh, fan- or yes, if you're listening to yesterday, uh, Fantasy Roundup, Martavis Bryant. Uh, Allen Robinson looks really good. Yeah. Who else is out there that looks really good? Um, there's Kelvin Benjamin. Again, we've talked about this over and over again. We said before the season started after the draft, this is one of the best draft classes. Acquire as many picks as you possibly can. Hopefully, you did because the receivers in this class are going to be killer. I mean, they're so good. I mean, there's like three guys are on pace that catches a thousand yards, and it's only been done a couple times. Right, you know. Crazy. Robinson is doing. I mean, Robinson looks as good as advertised. Mine Creep next year is gonna be a stud. Devonte Adams is for sure gonna be a stud next year. Right. Um. Yeah. So Adams looks really good. At. He's something that I really every week his stats he's creeping up better with. and better. I mean, I mean,
2: seven catches, seventy-five yards. Boom, yeah,
0: yeah, double-digit points.
2: Nine targets. So. O- Odell Beckham hasn't looked bad either in a no. couple of games that he's played. Right. He was off right. this past week on a bye. but I mean, if, right before I throw him with the other guys, to see like one or two more sweet games. But it seems like he's going to be right in the mix with all those all the other guys. Brandon Cooks.
0: Brandon Cooks had a really good game, and don't forget our number one guy from for two years, Sammy I mean, Watkins, Rockins.
2: just had killer. I mean, when killer. that
0: guy that guy is going to be. I mean, again, we if you listen, to, if you've been listening to our podcast since the beginning. You know all of our infatuation with Sammy Watkins and where we thought he would be, and how much we had him ahead of Mike Evans,
2: right? And, talk- and it still that cracks me up when like is it some people. I mean, obviously, like hey, doing what we do, you you gotta. Sometimes you talk yours you talk so much about something that you talk yourself out of thinking normal. You know that right. like. Following certain people on Twitter and stuff, and where some people were changing, you know, were saying that Mike Evans is better than Sammy Watkins. There's like six I of them mean, out there, it's I, like, I remember two. Them very clearly. Right. It's like, not. Nah, you're crazy. You're like, either you're overanalyzing, you're thinking, wait, you thought so much, you just flipped your mind on something crazy. A lot of
0: the big pun, there's some big got names out Ridiculous. there in an in in industry that we do that like Mike Evans over him. And again, Ridiculous. That's not about, talking bad about Mike Evans, who's in a bad situation.
2: Obviously. Uh, Right, but Sammy Watkins wasn't going into a great exactly. situation, and he's sweet. Like just, that, just makes me think if he got put on, was on a, a good team, like with a real quarterback, how Can you imagine awesome him? Yeah. he'd be in,
0: in a situation. What if Sammy Watkins went to Cleveland, where he would be the number one with a competent offense? And what if he would have went to? What if he was in Denver?
1: Oh, I mean Maybe he was in Denver. Be,
0: yeah. Or like New England the, uh, or something Yeah, or, or New or, England. Oh my goodness. Uh, God, you just, be on my but mind. all of them look great. I mean yeah, I think, they really I think do. going back to Adams, he's shown that Cobb's gonna he's gonna walk. And You've been saying that forever, right? I have been saying that forever, and I really think and I've said it we said that before, remember the, with when they said they took Devontae Adams, like they're only gonna pay one of them. And I said in the beginning, I'd pay Jordy Nelson. Right. Then they then what they do. Right. They pay Jordy Nelson.
2: Man, Randall Cobb's having a hell of a year. And he
0: is having, but they, having they a really that might good be year. too
2: much money to invest in all the receivers with.
0: The better yeah. year he has, the more I'm mean, even confirmed right. that he's going to walk. Right. And, I mean, they no, still it's have possible. Jeff Janis there, who no, who's not getting yeah. a lot of pub, who still has talent that I still like. Yeah. Um, they got Devontae Adams.
2: You can't count on that though. No,
0: but again, well, where is Cobb going to go next year? Again, he's somebody, and again, I've been on this all year, like where he goes. I'm not really too big on. Cobb. I want to see where he's going to land first. Well, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, if he lands in New England, it's not that big
2: of a downgrade. No, no, not at all.
0: Yeah. So, Well, I it mean, it all depends. Well, we talk right, about Daniel Sanders. You can say the same thing about Tom Brady. So it could be it could be that it may, you know, it all depends. Um, but yeah, these rookie receivers, man, I'm, I'm this whole rookie class. Again, I can't wait till we do our redraft. You know, we'll have a redraft on here. Of uh, the rookie redraft At, end of the year, end of the year uh, mock draft kind of thing. Yeah, like if we had to do it all mm-hmm. over again, kind of draft. I mean, I'd still draft Sammy Watkins number one, but we'll no, say without that, a doubt, yeah. we'll say that for a later date. Um, moving over like, like the Browns Raiders game here, Why? Isaiah Correll <laughs> got do one we, carry. Do we
2: have to do? That? Do we have to talk about this game? No, what, uh, I'm just kidding.
0: I mean, yeah. it looks like, and what, what we're reading, that, reading down here is that whoever practices best is going to get the carries, and apparently, apparently Correll had a bad week of practice. But one right. carry that, I mean, he looked like he's been, like, almost, like, the best back. Actually, Ben Tate looked like he was the best back. They're but not going to do
2: anything without an offensive line, man. That's it, just
0: it, losing Mac kind of hurts. A uh, lot of hurts. But they're all kind of down. If I had to put stock up, stock down, I'm putting stock down on those guys. Well,
2: yeah, because the running game, I mean, Alex Mack is is definitely, I mean, the, the run game has gone down. He was obviously the anchor in the running he, game. Yes, exactly. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. Absolutely the anchor in a running game. And it's just so blatantly obvious how it just there's no holes i we watch every play of you know right. of the browns games and it's like there's just nowhere for those guys to run and then so when you're talking about like crowell and not getting the carries i mean everybody around here the media the fans they all love crowell but it's like you know obviously they're not in practice or they're not in in the you know, in the film session, he's not, there's something he's not doing because he's only getting one carry. Right. Well. You know, so. I hear you. I um, it could have been a
1: game plan type of thing, too. I mean, they and they weren't running the ball effectively. So I think if they were running the ball effectively, they would have run it more, and he probably would have gotten more carries than one.
0: Right. All right, but. now let's step over the doo-doo and go to a game that we were just talking about, the Steelers in Indy. Uh, two young guys there, Martavis Bryant, Dante Mancrieff, both look like they're the future uh, there. Martavis Bryant is somebody that we talked about five months ago. And we said, hey, this guy has a really good chance midseason to overtake Marcus Wheaton because why? He's a big receiver. Size, yep. And it's starting to show now that his size is a huge ordeal or beneficiary to Ben Roethlisberger. They've scored, I think it was like 81 points. since he's, He's only played two games, and he's already had three touchdowns. He's coming in right away, and he's a guy that we liked because And I I know Mike, I just remember specifically Mike made up this point. It's like, hey, this is a guy that was overshadowed by DeAndre Hopkins and Sammy Watkins, who were both first-round picks. And he's got the size, he's got the speed, and he's showing now that his game does translate to the NFL. I mean, he's really helped out Big Ben over there in uh, Pittsburgh, and he's looked really well. What do you guys think of Martavis Bryant going forward?
1: I think he brings, like you were saying, a really nice dimension to their game, uh, to the Steelers. Uh, You know, and something that they don't really have other than Heath Miller. And that guy's a, you know, he's a tight end. He's a little, he's a plotter type of guy. So he's got the
2: size and the
1: speed to make a difference on that offense.
0: Yeah, 6'4", fast. Yeah, I think
2: if you drafted him in like the third round of your rookie drafts, you're going to be pretty pumped by the return because Absolutely. he's going to be worth way more than you, you know, like, for example, I just I a couple of years back, I drafted T.Y. Hilton in the third round. Well, that exceeds the expectation, so you're pumped. Draft Anything you get, because a lot of times, third rounds, you miss on those guys, you know? So you're definitely going to be pumped by the return. And
0: and that's where we had Martavis Bryant. When, like, right before the actual drafts were kicking off, that's where we said, hey, Martavis Bryant should go, like, 3-1, 3-2. That's right where we had him, like, right in the outskirts of that. And I guarantee when we do the redraft, he'll probably go, like, Later twos, still, because there's so much talent ahead of him, and he's still, which is crazy. It shows how deep this draft is. Yep. Uh, So, Bryant is somebody, a lot of people are going to say, hey, what do I do with Bryant? He's probably going to be a little bit inconsistent the rest of the season. Maybe not, though. And, but he's somebody I really like over there. I mean, it's inevitable that he takes over for Marcus Sweet, the way I look at it.
1: I agree. I think, I think the size that he has, I mean, he just screams like outside receiver, probably pushing Marcus Sweet not into the slot. And, uh,
0: you know, just pushing them, pushing them push two it. hands, two hand push. Yeah. Push I, really you
2: know, I'm not gonna, I don't not really sure what to expect the rest of the year. Probably, you know, a little bit up and down. He's a rookie receiver. Mm-hmm. But I just think, you know, moving forward, dynasty purposes, you got to like it. You yeah, know?
0: he's he's a buy. He's definitely somebody you want on your roster. Right. I wish I had him. I don't have any uh, values. Uh, Eagles, Cardinals, nothing to really talk about that game. Unless I'm missing something here.
1: Uh, Jeremy Macklin went berserk. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, so, okay, let's talk about Macklin here for a second. Yeah, he had a, an amazing game. Does he resign in Philly?
2: I think they want to. I think I think he
0: has to. Yeah, I think he's I, I
2: think do. he's one of those guys. I mean, I don't know, just uh, generically speaking. Like, I feel like he's one of those guys that should stay where he's
0: at. I but, I know, Keeps, yeah, he's he's, fit, if yeah. the
2: success is there, stay where you're at, man. So
0: if he stays, his value goes to... Low end wide receiver one.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: So I mean, for all the like, I'm a, I'm a Macklin owner. Uh, drafted him first round pick when I took him. I was really big out of him coming out of Missouri. Uh, really liked Macklin. I liked this tape a lot, and I was excited when I got him. And it's been a pro- you know, the injuries, and it's been a it's been a process, and now it's like, boom, here it is. Please don't leave Philadelphia. Right, right. And I see him. And I don't know if I'm. And again, I only have him in one of my dynasty leagues. I don't know if it's in a, is, it's a biased situation, but I mean, to me, in that system with Chip Kelly, he's a he's a low end wide receiver one. It's crazy. I mean, with
2: that's yeah, so weird to say, you know, like you're. I mean, you're right, but it's just weird, you know, to accept that that, that he is. I mean, not, doing our re
0: rankings, was... I said if you get a the top one hundred, like there's so many people you hate, and oh. that goes receivers too. So I mean, Macklin's somebody that I like a lot. I mean, he's somebody I want to own shares of, and again. If he leaves, that hurts his value a little bit just because it's going to be a question mark. But right now, I mean, he's looking great in Philadelphia.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I agree. I think he's got, a you know, an obvious link to Andy Reid, too, which would be disappointing with Alex Smith.
0: Oh, that'd be a huge disappointment. Yeah. So,
1: so I think you've got to hope that he stays, to be honest.
0: Fingers are crossed. Yep. You guys want to answer a couple? Uh, We've got, like, three Twitter questions over here. You want to answer Sure. Let's All right. It. This one from... Ad Unfiltered. Thro- Throw some Ds unfiltered fantasy football uh throw some deeds he's wrote an article for us it's uh nathan so thanks nathan out there uh which players have more dynasty value between brendan oliver charles sims or dante moncrief and order would be nice not sure if i can keep all
1: uh moncrief i think right one um Hard to say between the other two because like, Oliver's shown it and Sims hasn't, but I, I I would initially say Sims. Right, me too. I second.
2: think the same thing. I, I I me too. Yeah, that's the order. I'm I've, going I've, with the unknown and and Sims, like in terms of like the going with the potential. Oh, we're gonna get there and, too, and based off of uh, you know just how like the talks of. Doug Martin possibly being traded today, but it didn't end up happening. So, obviously, they're looking to move in another direction, right? As Sims is right around the corner to start playing. I would just take – for what Oliver's going to probably get you What his ceiling is, I'll take the unknown in the higher ceiling. Yeah, the six-foot uh, Charles Sims. Right. But somebody getting balls thrown to him by Andrew Luck, I'm going to take that all all Longevity. Day.
0: Right. Situation. Better position. Talent.
2: Better position,
0: wide better receiver, exactly. running back. So yeah, I mean, so we're all we all agree there. I mean, yeah. It's
2: kinda... So I probably that's how. Yeah, I think we're all in consensus then. And, yep. Yeah, and when Long we Creek, when we get to this Bucs
0: game, and this yeah. is some, Charles Sims is somebody obviously who we've talked about plenty. We'll get in here too a little bit more. Uh, next one from at Tim Two Eyes and Tim. Uh, Tim, how deep is next year's running back class? Reasonable chance of finding a running back one outside the top five. Now, Mike's uh, gonna be. I, I think Mike's so. Our, our college guy here um but guy i'm gonna give you guys a name that he, his name is known but he's not talked about a lot somebody who i like a lot who where you have to get past and i think i think his name will rise after the combine and everything but after melvin gordon and todd Gurley, who we can all probably agree are the one and two correct
2: yes i don't know i like amir Abdullah. Personally, okay. I, so I I thought that was
1: maybe what Rich was gonna say.
0: Well, maybe can say those are top three okay, senses, right. Yep, a guy I like a lot who reminds me of a young Adrian Peterson. Not as, but his body frame and the way he runs. Because remember how skinny like Adrian Peter, Peterson was coming out, and he got bigger. TJ Yeldon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Big fan of it. I, I mean, yeah, I so, so, so when he when, when I saw him as a freshman, he was somebody I was like, man, that's a guy I want, and that's a guy. You know, a couple years down the road when he comes out, he's going to get bigger. He's going to be really good in the NFL, like the way he runs. Um, So that's four guys we name right there.
2: The only thing with Yeldon, just to keep in mind, like if you're—he's only a junior. I mean, he probably—I would assume that he's coming out. But just one of those things just to keep in mind, like he's not a a for sure coming out. But most of those running backs do come out. Right, they do, and they should because Uh, they— that's a position where you get beat up, but just throwing that out there. So that's like four. Temp, right. That's that,
0: that's four guys. Um, I'll right tell you right what, the guys the that I five. like. I'll
2: take Todd Gurley, Melvin Gore- Gordon, Amir Abdullah, T.J. Yeldon, Duke Johnson, Jeremy Langford, and Mike Davis. Some of those guys are juniors. That's I your, like that's your top six. Yeah, I think that might actually be seven. Seven. Yeah, seven.
0: You need to write an article on that so I can get more in-depth on some of these guys. So some of them
2: are uh, some of them are juniors, but I would assume and that
0: most of them will probably come out. So that's seven guys right there that you'd feel comfortable with in the first round? I I, I mean, I would assume that some a lot wide change receivers today, will get as thrown today. in
2: there. Yeah, I think that's like at least a round and a half of solid running backs.
0: Well, dude, and a, a receiver a receiver's going to get po- pushed up there. I right, mean, and Amari, then you're going to have— Amari have Mar- Cooper's going top five. He's probably, he's probably going to go top three.
2: Right, and people are going to fall in love with Kevin White, for sure, from West Virginia, so he's going to get thrown in there. David You're Funchess gonna,
0: from Michigan.
2: Right, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. So I think the running backs, I think there's going to be, like, a, uh, a lot there in the first round and a half.
0: We've been talking for months now, too, about, hey, if you need a running back, this is a, you just want to wait for this draft because this is going to be a running back Like, this year's draft was a receiver draft, and everybody was able to load up on receivers. Next year's draft is going to be a running back draft where you can get a, you're going to be able to get good talent. Like this year, you're going to get Devontae Adams, Dante Moncrief, end of the first, early second. This right. year, you're going to be able to
2: get... It's going to be the reverse with the running back. So if you yes. can maybe make a deal and swing a deal and get like an extra second-round pick or whatever, like with the team that's maybe not as good. A high second, yeah. Right, where you can maybe get a running back in the first and the beginning of the second. Now, granted, like all the other picks, there's going to be some busts out there. But if you if you so happen to get lucky and nail two of them, man, you're going to be. If you sacked. just
0: so happen to listen to Dynasty Nerds uh, podcast or use dynastynerds.com, you're less likely to bust. You're right, absolutely. Um, I mean, we've so been. I, I mean, I no, would... not, not to brag, but I mean, this year's rookie class, all the guys that we picked out have been pretty much spot on. Or the guy, like the guys we handpicked that we liked later, you know, the like third round guys, the guys like Martavis Bryant who we were big on, right? Uh, guys like John Brown who we were big right. on, you know, have actually turned out to be
2: right really absolutely. well absolutely like i mean I, th- I feel like we definitely hit lorenzo talio right we you hit know, a lot more where
0: we he missed. went yeah we did really i think especially i think we really the killed la- the strap. especially
2: for the later round picks where like most of them are bust out and you're finding the needle in the haystack anyway so because outside the third round value just not really there. Yeah. Looking so as so we seven. get forward, if we start moving forward, though, if you need running backs, this is a year to do it. I would try to acquire an early round second
0: pick. Or a late, I mean, these late round firsts, some guys are in, like right, you just yeah. talked about earlier, the guys that are in competition are more willing to go up their first because they're like, hey, it's going like, to be like the last, I'm going to win. It's going to be the last first, anyways, where there's going to be good value in that late first, almost like it was good value this year. And of course, there's going to be, you know, things are going to change drastically from here to April. Uh, 100%. But it's looking good so far. But There'd be a early, running backs to come out. The early returns look pretty good. So, uh, yeah, we just want, we got real de- in depth on that question for Tim. Um, and last one from at Joey Oh man, how do you guys feel about the West Corral tandem moving forward, 2015? Oh
2: we, man, yeah, I don't ugh. know. Someone's I mean, the cream's gonna have to rise as to the top. I don't know who it's gonna be between those two. I, you'd have, uh, is he just talking about those two, or you yeah. got to include Ben Tate too because he's right. signed? He's I the mean, starter. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm in the minority. I still think Ben Tate's the best running. I think back. Ben Tate's the best too. Every I, we watch every single play of the Browns. I mean, to me, Ben Tate's the best of the three, and after that, I think Crowell is is better than absolutely Terrence West. I agree with you. Yeah,
0: and now I I don't say it like Matt's like absolutely. Absolutely, where it's, like, Uh, that much ahead. But I think he looks better, for sure. Terrence West
2: dances around. uh, Oh, yeah, right. for no gain a lot. Right, I'm really not impressed with Terrence West. Someone that, like, I, at one point, thought about, because in our Dynasty Nerds League, I have Ben Tate. I was like, ah, maybe, like, I can make a move and try to draft Terrence West in the first, because it seemed like, based off of how people were talking, you know, the rumor mills that, Terrence West is going to be a first round guy. I was like, ah, maybe I should pull a trigger and just you know get him. And then when Ben Tate's done, I'll have somebody. And I and right now I'm glad I didn't because I just really don't want to have anything to do with him. personally. Right now, I just I like having the picks I took him in the that first i round. Right, and I like the picks. I ended up staying where I was at. I ended up getting like Kelvin Benjamin or whatever the case may be, and I'm infinitely more happy that.
0: way. Oh, I would be too. Right. I'd much rather have right. And, again, that's why you take those receivers over running backs for longevity-wise and gamble. But at the same time, you got to take those running backs because you got to start running backs. Uh, so, all right, let's get back into some of these games here. Texans, Titans. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, man. He's awesome. He's so good. And we
2: knew uh, we knew that, but we aren't on record, but we knew that. We liked it. I know right.
0: Mike and I specifically, before the site launched, la- if you if we would have been on the podcast last year, we would have said, hey, take – deandre hopkins over devon austin right
2: deandre hopkins and andre ellington were nailed 100 percent.
0: yeah i mean we we were all over hopkins over devon austin it was just one of those guys we we had our hate our small guy hate going on yeah i hate hate
2: those little guys man right and he didn't go to a good spot and he's not that
0: good he's terrible right it's better i mean He's terrible. I would want nothing. I would he, like if I had to like make a move and had to cut somebody. Tavon Austin, somebody I would cut. That's how like low I am on him. I think he has no value whatsoever. He's one of those guys that we specifically say, hey, he'll help his NFL team more than help your fantasy team. But Hopkins, man, he just gets better every year. His hands are like glue. He can make the great catches. I mean, again, their quarterback situation is not great, and their quarterback in no, the future is still not on the roster. Right. But he's somebody that I want in Dynasty. He has a chance to be here. I think in like two more years, one of that like upper echelon, like wide receiver, one guys that we are talking about.
1: I absolutely agree, man. I, I think, agree. I think when he came out, a lot of people like uh, said he. They were. They were. You know, he was reminiscent of Roddy White. I could see a very similar thing with him, you know, like Roddy White kind of went under the radar for a couple of years and then burst onto the scene. Yeah, And I could yeah. see the exact same kind of thing happening with DeAndre Hopkins here.
0: Roddy was under the radar for like yeah, it was like two to three years there, where he was like, and he got better, he got better, he got better, in his name was like Roddy White, right, and then boom, yep, Roddy, right? Man. Yep, he's yeah. posting like thirteen
2: hundred yards every year for like a you know seven year stretch or something. I mean, for like the, for the how that. bad the quarterback position is. In Houston, I mean, they're four and four. They're right there. I mean, and, and he's a so. big factor, of that right? Too. Absolutely. I, I mean, mean, obviously, Arian Foster's Foster, right playing Resurgence. lights
0: out. But I mean, Hopkins. It's not Andre Johnson. It's Andre Hopkins right. who's the number one playing like the number one receiver there in Houston. Uh,
2: a, a passing of the torch of sorts, like you know, maybe like. I mean, totally different scenario, but like similar in style, like a Marvin Harrison,
0: Reggie Wayne, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're talking about Hall of Fame. Andre Andre Johnson's a Hall of Famer, right? And so was Marvin Harrison and, and Reggie Wayne, right? Maybe DeAndre Hopkins is down the road, right? But a really good point, because yeah, Reginald Wayne there.
2: Those last couple of years, he passed up Marvin Harrison, and yeah, and being a better guy, even though he was the number two, and in the beginning. Air quotes. Air yeah. air quotes. Yeah. In the beginning
0: there, he, same thing. He kind of was brought along as well. It's always good when you have situations like that. But, I mean, obviously he has a worse quarterback situation. But, again, I mean, they may make a trade. They might draft somebody. Uh, well, no. Bishop Sankey, let's get our update on Bishop Sankey here for the, uh, the week. The Bishop Brinke.
2: Yeah, I mean, nine nine carries, 35
0: yards. And somebody tweeted me, and they, they asked a question, and they called Bishop Sankey Bishop Brinke. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just like not enough uh not enough carries, man. Yeah, but the, you know, the volume's not there. The volume's so not there right tell. now. I think Tennessee just on a whole is just obviously uh you know, they're 2 and 6, they're not that good. They're trying uh, out sixth round quarterback. Right, who's I, I don't know. Hey, you know, I mean his numbers looked good. I didn't see much. You can't be worse game. than Jake Schlocker. Right, absolutely so, I mean, not.
1: Might as well go with it, but obviously right. the season's not going the way they had hoped at the beginning of the year, so Right who knows i mean they're going to be terrible all year it's going to be I hard mean, to gauge
2: uh, the only other thing that i could say as a bonus for him is that no one else really got any other carries he was the only you know everyone got one or two and, yeah, and no he one get got more majority than majority of the carries and no one else got more than 1 yard rushing
1: and and so. he, he had 9 carries so it's it's just a situation to avoid basically right I unfortunately mean, yeah it totally
2: but, like that was one I, i'll just go kind of we, we or at least I personally missed on him. Oh, I completely missed. Yeah. Right, I thought he was going to be immediate impact rookie so I. running yeah. back.
0: I, I, like I said, he wasn't up there for me. but uh, Right, win some, you lose some. What about Justin Hunter? Again, you think this product of a bad situation, yeah. who needs? To, he needs like one. Do we see 2015 being, I mean, obviously it's going to be a make or break year, that's safe to say, but do you see Justin Hunter taking that step next year? I'm going to no. say no.
1: I'll say I don't no. don't at this point. Yeah, either.
0: Okay.
2: And it's based on quarterback. That's exactly You know, right. and yeah. it's Situation. like, you know, yeah. They're yeah. going to
1: be breaking in a rookie quarterback, first-round pick, most likely. Right. And that's really not going to be great
0: for his fantasy value. Okay. Right. Vikings, Buccaneers. Now, let's get into it. Charles Simps. Now, again, we're about to sound like a broken record if you listen to the podcast before, but we've brought this up many times. This is no surprise to us at now that Charles Sims is finally about to be healthy. That there's all this talk like, oh let's trade Doug Martin. Charles Sims and get a majority of the carries. Before the season started, Lovey Smith said, hey, we believe in a running back by committee running back. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, all of a sudden Charles Sims gets hurt, like oh we're gonna give Doug Martin all the carries. That's what we, we believe he can handle it. They obviously didn't like what they saw on tape of Doug Martin beforehand. He didn't fit their offensive well. He didn't fit their scheme. He's terrible picking up the block. I mean, he's terrible in pass protection. Uh and they compared they're comparing Charles Sims to Matt Forte.
1: I agree. Yeah. It, it's it's looking good for Sims's, you know, immediate value coming, you know, going forward. But I mean, without seeing him play, it's really right. hard to gauge. Yeah, you got,
2: yeah. I mean, you got to see it to believe. It definitely it. Could be. It. I mean, we're all just all potential. Gr- yeah, you're you're awesome when when you haven't played yet. You know, and I liked him when, a lot coming out of West Virginia. So I liked him. I, a lot. I,
1: I, I was pretty high on him too, and then he broke his ankle, and you know, he tumbled in drafts and stuff like that. If you didn't draft early,
0: yeah. I went. I took him in the third round of our draft before he got hurt, and then you got him like the. In our later round draft,
1: I got him at the end of the fourth round, so it would have been you know the last pick in the fourth round is what I got. Him. So it's almost
0: a two round differential, right? Where he went there, right? Uh, if I if I had to guess, I think Sims is going to find success in that system. I think he catches the ball well. He's a big back. He moves well. Obviously, he's coming off a broken ankle, so it might not be immediate impact. He's not somebody that's going to go shoving your starting lineup, but I mean, there's talk coming out of Tampa Bay they're going to use him a lot. Well, I, right, mean, right. I think
1: if they activate him, I think you have to assume that he, his ankle is fine. It's been a long time. I mean, it's been.
0: I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Just getting, I mean, he's a rookie oh, getting yeah, acclimated yeah, yeah. to yeah, the yeah. NFL. There
1: could be some of that. Yeah.
0: Speed here. But well, he's
1: going to be catching passes. That's what he does, you know. So he does it really he well. Does really well.
0: He's one of the best. He was one of the best receiving backs, if not the best coming out this year. Right. Absolutely.
1: So I could I could see him making an impact. It's just. Tampa Bay is another one of those situations where they are terrible, and it's kind of almost one of those you so want to bad. avoid just right. because they're so bad. Right. I'm
0: calling. I'm calling Marcus Mariota to Tampa Bay next year. I'm calling that now. Oh, I mean, he'll be a Buccaneer yeah, next year
1: for sure. Getting a, a new quarterback. I think Jameis
0: Winston to the Jets. <laughs> oh, Mariota God, the, be the Buccaneers. Such
2: a bad spot for him. It they would go. be a train wreck. Train wreck. And I can't wait to watch.
0: <laughs> eyes fixed
1: on yeah oh my god how many crab legs would he steal up there no you it can't, just you, wouldn't There'd There's so many people too you much, probably get away
0: too with much
2: it. too much pressure uh, that would not be a good but spot. he handles
0: pressure well though i mean look uh, at all the what's going on with him now and he's i mean okay. besides standing on the lunch table and screaming things yeah. Yeah,
1: in my opinion he's a knucklehead no matter where he landed, he's screw up.
0: let's talk about the jets geno smith you can give up right oh absolutely man yeah, I didn't like it all at all of it to begin with. So nah. look, really? this is
1: gonna be that's gonna be a clear out. They're gonna clear everyone out of there, right? Absolutely, Rex Ryan, everybody. Yeah, see you later. Fine, you know. Yeah, they're gonna get a new. They're gonna get their new franchise quarterback with the new regime.
0: Do we like anything about the Jets? Mm, Decker, nope. Decker's a wide receiver. Yeah, Decker's three.
1: Decker's decent.
0: Yeah. yeah, Percy might not even be there next year. Chris Ivory is still Chris Ivory, well, an excellent have, running back too. They have some like
2: decent like, well, some like one or you know they have a couple decent like. Jace Morrow's been decent for a rookie tight end. I He's guess his hands are made of. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Decker and Ivory, like you're saying. I mean, I think decent. Uh, you know, I don't know.
1: You could I still see. start Ivory and Decker. I mean, Percy Harvin. I mean, I, I'm yeah. I guess you can. If you're gonna roll the dice on Eric Decker, I don't see why you couldn't roll the dice on Percy Harvin now. I mean, it looks like they're getting him involved in the offense
2: and everything. Yeah, I'm just thinking like moving forward. Those guys will probably be on the team next year.
0: Oh well, maybe not Percy. It, it, we'll see. But I mean, Decker will for sure, and then Ivory should as well. Uh, bill's bill side of that. I mean, obviously there's Sammy, but besides that, I mean, Sammy's the only one you can be you can like on the Bills, right? Only one. Yes. Only one.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's the only person. Worth Where do you
0: owning. think long term value, Sammy? We're I mean, obviously I haven't seen your guys' rankings yet. Mine's were submitted on the website. Your guys are going up in the next day or so. It might be up right now. Where do you guys have Sammy now, Dynasty value wise? I mean, he is he like right outside of like the Jordy Nelson, like right outside that window. Like DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, who do you want?
1: Um, I think Sammy Watkins has got a higher upside. Right. right. Yeah, and I want Sammy
0: too. I mean, but then Hopkins though, you'd put Hopkins pretty high, you know. Yeah. I mean, you put Hopkins fantasy dynasty wide receivers, top fifteen. Right now. For like,
2: wide receivers?
0: Maybe like at fifteen, right yeah, for wide receivers.
2: I had him at sixteen, but so I was uh, close. Right.
0: And then you had Sammy ahead of him?
2: Yes. Significantly.
0: Okay. Ooh, significantly. Higher. Yeah. I'd Top ten. Um I had Sammy number nine. Number nine. And that seems and that seems right to me. That's what I'm saying. That's like right outside that like Jordy Nelson kind of window. And you might have had him ahead of Jordy. I don't know. I had Jordy. No, I had Jordy, ahead Jordy
2: Nelson ahead of him. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, and I was just I was just curious. Cause I haven't seen your guys' rankings yet. Where you guys had him? Uh, but we said that coming out the gates, like, hey, before you even ever played down, like, hey, Sammy Watkins is probably before ever catching down like a top twelve, thirteen dynasty wide receiver. That's I mean, it, that's how much we were talking him up, right? At the absolutely. Time. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. It was good to see Lorenzo Taliaferro, uh, Bernard Pierce be a healthy scratch, and you know, Zoe got some carries. He's somebody that hasn't re- you haven't really been able to count on too much this year, but it's a thing going forward in the future. Maybe they will bring another back in. Maybe they'll probably draft it back too. But Lorenzo will always be there to kind of be. He's a nice person to own on your dynasty team. That can come in right when somebody gets hurt and contribute, and possibly you know if you're desperate, somebody could throw in there for a start.
2: Right. It's like uh, it's taking a little bit like longer. It's like a slow slow build, like longer than we had thought. But he. Hopefully, he's overtaking Bernard Pierce. And it seems like, hey, if you're in redraft, Justin Forsett's the guy to own. But, like, long-term-wise, you know, Tala Fieros, the guy to have. But they will probably bring in, you would assume, bring in another guy. I can't imagine how long they could hold on to Forsett. He's kind of old, you know. Or he's, like, yeah, 29, he's, 30 years old. I think he's a one-year kind of guy. Right. I think they're going to draft him back.
0: Like, it back. I do it makes sense. Well, yeah. like, so, we just thought about all this talent coming out.
2: But a lot of guys, a lot of teams used two backs and he could be in you know in a, a
0: serviceable uh b- a backup a guy you could plug in like you were mean, just how saying. good would and i i hate their, they're my least favorite nfl team out there but how good would melvin gordon or todd Gurley look for the ravens i mean how good does he fit that scheme both of those guys i mean i guess if in any scheme really. It'd be right those <laughs> guys fit any
1: scheme right It'd be pretty annoying, I think. As a Browns fan, as a Browns fan, those guys in there. But anymore. like
2: that would be like any of those good good young backs with Taliaferro would be a good one-two punch. Yeah,
0: really. I'd say I'd be more happy as a as a Zoo owner of Melvin Gordon going to Baltimore. Like that'd be a good one-two combo. Right. Uh, I'd feel good about that. Bengals side, nothing to really. I mean, Jeremy. Okay, here's here's a guy I was wrong, and I I was arguing with you guys. Hey, Jeremy Hill's going to have double-digit touchdowns. He's going to have like 40 yards a game. I mean, he's close to the yardage wise, I think, uh, but those touchdowns just aren't really coming. They're really using Gio on goal line carries too,
1: right? Right. I think I just think Gio's the more talented back. I don't know.
0: I was never an issue. Yeah. I was never worried about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean i yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Silence. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's
1: yeah. deafening. I, I think. Right. <laughs> I sure. mean, no. I mean, Jeremy I think Hill. G-
2: well, I just think Gio is head and shoulders better. I I don't understand why there's, you know, uh, uh, out somewhere, some people out there don't like Giovanni Bernard. I think he's great. And he's yeah, like, we were talking of,
0: about that. I mean, Silva was down on Gio before this year. And we were like, why is he down on I don't know. Those Gio? are the type
2: of, especially like in, like, uh, like the thing about like Giovanni Bernard, Andre Allenton, like guys like that specifically, I can say them because I follow them because they're on my teams. They're always getting you over a hundred total yards. You know what I mean? Like we're see- so they might not get you a hundred rushing yards. Irrelevant, right? You're getting a hundred total yards. I feel like every game, like we some of these other backs, you know, like uh, I don't know, I'm L- Alfred L- Morris, so, Morris yeah. or you know, like Eddie Lacy, for example. Like you know, the, well, outside
0: of like this week, if they're not scoring
2: touchdowns, hurt, you, yeah, they hurt you. Right. I'd much that's... rather have
0: that scat back that's catching six balls for forty yards and getting thirty yards run. Yeah, they only have thirty yards rushing but they've got six catches for 50 yards, you know, and then the, so they're getting you like 14 points a game. Yeah,
1: I, right. I mean, we're playing fantasy. It's not this isn't hey, who's the best NFL player because that doesn't get you points. It's who gets you points, who accumulates stats in all these different categories. So, I mean, you have to look at it at, throughout the whole spectrum. Right,
2: and I, I just, you know, I, I like Gio. I think he's a great dynasty guy. I would never want to move him. Like, I'm a being fan being of an him owner, and you know? Ellington,
0: big fan. Right, Yeah. I like I that agree.
2: style of play, man. I wish I could have. Uh, my leagues, so those are the type of bags I want, ba- backs I want compared to, like, you know, maybe in some other leagues I have Alfred Morris and Ben Tate and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. so
0: Yeah, guys that catch the ball well. Even DeMarco, I mean, he catches the ball well, and he runs really well. I mean, mm-hmm. on, we'll get to that game too, but DeMarco, again, he looked fantastic. Um, Seahawks, Panthers, thing here let's talk about, I guess, obviously here we need to talk about Marshawn. That game was ugly. Yeah, they're saying that Marshawn's probably going to be gone, which is, we've said. I mean, at least I don't know if you guys agree, but I said they, 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 there's a chance they probably want to pick up that $8 million option or $6 million option. No, yeah, we all discussed that. People are talking about Robert Turbin. I'm still not, I don't think he has any long-term value. Kristen Michael is still somebody that, again, I mean, if that, if that Kristen Michael hype rolls around again, I'm a Kristen Michael owner in a league, I'm going to be selling
2: I, you know what I hope? I hope Seattle is good. Like, if Lynch leaves, they just go out and draft a sweet running back, and, and he just gets totally passed by. I'm just so sick of hearing about Kristen it. Kristen Michael?
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I said, I wish I would have been out all over that gravy train before this season started.
1: The cell gravy train?
0: The cell gravy train. Yeah. I mean, he had yeah. first round. I could have got, like, a, I could have got it. I got a first round pick from anybody. Anybody, right? This year's
1: draft, which would have been
2: Remember, we did like the the hater episode. If we do one next year, and he's like really good, or whatever the case may be, if he's a stud, so oh, I'll do- just, I'm going to always not like that.
0: Guy oh, we're doing the r- hater. R- that was one of yeah. our most popular episodes. Yeah. If, of the hater if, episode. Come on, Mike. Yeah. If we're doing a hater, if we, yeah. we're filled with so much hate. We got to release right. it. Right. I hate so well. it. Yeah. That was that was one of our number one downloaded podcasts. Was yeah, the hater episode? Reason. People for loved no
2: it. reason. I just don't like because other people just talk him up, and he hasn't. Done. Well, that's the best no, part of the Hater episode. Bothersome. We
0: go over the guys that we hate that everybody else likes for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> Why do you hate that guy? He's just ugly. I hate, his,
2: I hate his brown hair.
0: It's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> um, Dolphins, Jags, Denard Robinson, he proved me wrong. I thought that he was in my sick column that week uh, against Miami's stout run defense. He still rushed for over 100 yards. Looks like he's the back there going yeah, forward.
1: I, you know, he's starting to build a resume, but I'm, I'm still not fully on. In pencil, that's what I mean. Yeah, pencils can be broken
0: mm-hmm. and erased.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I mean, you know, hey, cool. If you got him, like there, there's that glimmer of hope. You know, he's got like, my
0: attention now. He's got, he's got I mean, value. Um, yeah, you know? I'll put it this way. Juan uh,
1: texted me and asked me. Um, what what I thought of Denard Robinson, because he owns Denard Robinson. And he knows nothing.
0: He needs everybody else's opinions. And yes. I was just right. like,
1: I would get out now if I could. I'd sell high. Yeah. Sell high. Get out now to somebody that needs him or somebody that thinks he's the answer,
0: because I don't mm-hmm. think he is. Uh, right. Yeah. Long-term and, value. I yeah. think he, run back by committee, probably best. Yeah.
1: And I could be wrong, you know? I mean. Could But be. he just, yeah, he's just.
0: Most likely.
1: He's just too small <laughs> in my eyes. And, um. And and like Rich said, I'm just most likely wrong.
0: We're all wrong here and there. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Some <laughs> more than others. Right. Uh
1: Rams Wait, who is leading the league in our league in points? Well, Maybe. we all know yeah. you mean yeah. that oh, very clear. Exactly. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. Sorry, I just had to pat myself <laughs> the on the back. The guy wearing the, the, the baseball
0: hat with a number one neon light above it <laughs> hanging over there. Number one. Uh Rams, Chiefs, Brian Quick lost for the year. Shoulder, yeah. uh separated shoulder increases Kenny Britt's value a little bit for this year I guess yeah yeah
2: I, I was thinking I yeah
0: what do you think of Austin Davis yeah nah, I'm not a fan
1: of Austin Davis Hmm. I I think he is doing awesome for a third string quarterback
0: yeah right but I mean dynasty wise does he have any value
1: I think he should be just, rostered I, guess, I think so. he should be rostered for sure for this year and I would I would expect that he'll at least get a shot at the job next year. I don't think Sam Bradford will be around anymore. At least rostered in a deeper league like ours is. Yeah, if you have a really deep league, I would roster him and, and hope, you know, because they're probably going to draft a guy and get rid of Sam Bradford and, you know, hope that he can
0: beat him out. Can somebody tell me where uh, Niall Davis is in his contract? Niall, somebody look it up? Niall Davis? Yeah, for the Chiefs. It's only his second year. Is it his second year? Yeah. That's what I thought. He's something that, if I'm an NFL team, he's something I want to roster. I want to get on my roster. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean. All aren't all rookie deals like four years now?
0: Mm-hmm. Unless so, you're a first round pick, then it's a five year. Right. So, year so he's
1: got two more years left on his deal. he looked good. Year. He looked, yeah, he looked amazing. He had the 99 yard kickoff return and scored another touchdown. Right. As I well. feel
2: like if Jamal Charles just decides to up and leave, that he would be pretty freaking sweet.
1: Oh yeah, he'd be running back one. Right. Rest right. Away. Another thing. I mean, another thing you got to worry about is is Jamal Charles. I mean, he's had issues with concussions and stuff like that, and he even said the other day that he was in a game and and he kind of felt like he had a concussion, like he saw lights and stuff like that, but didn't tell anybody. So I no Skittles. Yeah, well, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things that, I mean, if, if I was a Jamal Charles owner and didn't have Nile Davis, I'd be kind of nervous, and I'd, be, I'd want to acquire him.
0: I have never owned a single share in Redraft or Dynasty of Jamal Charles. Never. In the history of playing fantasy football. Me something He's that I'm always, where I know, I acknowledge the talent, He's sweet. I like him, but he's something I'm always kind of.
1: I rode him to the championship last year.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he. A lot of people did. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's great. Again, I acknowledge it, but he's something that I mean, the the way he runs, he's just something I'm always worried about getting hurt. He's a phenomenal talent. His touchdown, he's scoring touchdowns at a rapid pace. Um, Chiefs, Bears. I don't know what's going on with the Bears. Uh, I mean Patriots Bears. I don't know what's going on with the Bears. They're. Jay Cutler's still Jay Cutler throwing interceptions. He's gonna
1: he's gonna do that. I mean that's kind of what
0: he does. Brandon Marshall seems frustrated there. Alshon's still the man. Forte's still the man. Patriot size. Gronk finally returns.
1: Return of Gronk
0: dominates. Yeah, man, he looked amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, just tossing dudes around in the open field. <laughs> yes, man, fighting his way to the end zones and yeah, he looked great.
0: I, I tweeted out. I was like. Rob Gronkowski is a Shaquille O'Neal in the NFL of the NFL. I mean, he's just unstoppable. If you were able to get out there and acquire him via trade when his share was down with all the injuries and slowly coming back, I mean, this is the grunt that we've come to expect. And moving forward,
2: so he's back. You, you think he's like 100%? I think he's back? Okay, I think he's yeah. I think he's health
1: wise, he's back. I mean, yeah. I mean okay. yeah,
0: yeah. When you're throwing NFL players to the ground like ragdolls, I'd, I'd say you're back. Okay, I mean. He's going to start – I mean, he's on pace now. There's almost average touchdown a game for the season yeah. and not even playing it, you know, every right. game. So it's been a slow process, which was all expected in the beginning of the year. And But when he's healthy, like we said before, you know, him and Jimmy Graham were close, but Gronk was the number one tight end. When healthy. When healthy because of his touchdowns. And I know Mike, as a Jimmy Graham owner, is going to say, no way. And it's – I right. mean, it's, it's, uh, you're, you're picking hairs there between those two guys. But, but splitting, splitting hairs. Splitting. Well, yeah. I like those karate moves that watch, you just watch. did over there. Wow, <laughs> fruit ninja over there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's Gronk to, to me right now. After seeing that performance, it just proves to me hey, he's the number one fantasy tight end out there.
2: And I'm not going to say one because one game he's better than Jimmy Graham. I, mean, I don't know. To me, I'd take Jimmy Graham, and I'm I'm slightly biased.
0: Slightly that. biased right. for many reasons. Many
2: reasons. Hurricane. Hurricane. My team on your
1: dynasty team, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You really like his hairdo. Nice. I know that too. Right. But it's good to see Gronk back. I mean for me, I'm a Gronk owner, so of course I'm buying I minus, minus too where my team is built to win off of somebody like Gronk, you know. Like I scored over 200 points because of Gronk. He's somebody that I really rely on. To, you know, without a without a healthy Gronk, I know I'm not going to win the championship. He's a he's my key building block. I built my team around him. He's somebody I want to, you know, when making moves and shifting players around, he's somebody I really wanted to build around. And he's somebody that will single-handedly win you a championship. I mean, he was a Jimmy Graham last year almost now. Jimmy Graham won a lot of people championships. Uh, It's good to see Gronk back.
2: We shouldn't skip over uh, Jonas Gray because I'm sure that's what some people want to talk about, like, or hear about. You know what I mean? Just because. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in, in our deepest of leagues, he was on the waiver wire last week. Or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two yeah, weeks well, ago. Because I thought about picking him up, and I'm like, eh. Who got him? I got him. Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I own Steven Ridley. So when he got injured, I, I tried to pick him up, and it was, I, I didn't realize it was during a game that I tried to pick him up. So I, the my, my original waiver claim never even went through. Right. So, um. It ended up being like later on the week, I remember to go pick him up again. So I, I Yeah,
2: like value. I thought about it, I was like, eh, you know, whatever. It's the Patriots running back, so I don't put a whole lot of stock in them. Right. It's impossible to because you'll frustrate yourself. And that's why I don't that, have it.
0: That's why I, like, I don't even really.
2: But it's he's someone to monitor, I would say. I would just put that on monitor alert, especially like if maybe if you're not in the deepest elite. If you are, might as well, take, might as well go out and get him. Maybe it's right. too late right now. But if you're in like a more shallow league, eh, you never know. He might be a guy to monitor. I think you before. can
1: expect similar numbers that you know if you know Stephen Ridley had. Yeah. Um, this guy. I think they're very similar running backs, and they're going to be getting used similarly. I
0: think so. he has value this year, yes, and going forward, that like and Vereen will like you know be kind of still like somewhat of a headache. Right. But long, t- I mean, I guess you never know yeah, if these guys come out. Know, I mean, but that's, I mean, you know, if like, he does really well, maybe you know Belichick. I'm like, if, all right,
2: if you're in a if you're in a a deep league like we are it's like you can cut somebody and you you just absorb it i mean if the guy's not good next year and you just move on i hear you you know yeah, yeah.
1: i mean it, my my thing was like it was it was more protection you know like right my running back go down i'm like i might as well pick up his back right up, and i mean know? the way i think you can't like, go deep these...
0: in the league without protection
1: exactly You gotta right. have yeah, that's what she so deep
2: that's what she said and um and like i think like the thing that's great about our podcast is like we give guy guys like uh to look forward like deep, like, thinking, like, long-term, or not long-term, but, like, filling out your roster, right? Filling in your roster. Filling in your roster. Very yeah. deep. Yeah. You guys got <laughs> me all messed up. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, like, the Jonas Grays looking for the needles in the haystacks, right. man. Everyone knows right. the famous guys, man. So other, like, uh, sneaky guys to pick up.
0: No, absolutely, yeah. He's definitely worth a roster spot because you never know. Those are the guys sometimes you pick up on your roster, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they become really good like right. the alfred morris situation a couple of years ago you you picked him up just because his name was kind of mentioned uh you didn't know you know if it's gonna be Roy Hallou. what then boom morris starter All Right, All right really good well, and slowly declining can't well, I mean, hurt to pick him up
1: yeah jonah i mean jonah's great kind of always popped off like uh popped off the screen when i watched preseason games mm-hmm. so i was surprised when he got cut but you know he, he did he did land on the practice squad and then you know, his time came and, and they called him right back up. So they obviously like him enough to keep him around. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, well, huh? eh, there's a name for you. Yep. There's a name for you. Pick him up on Mike's recommendation. Lions, Falcons. Uh, Lions have a lot of people coming back. They have a bye this week. Then after that, they have Calvin coming back. They have, you know, Ebron coming back. They have Reggie Bush coming back. This is going to hurt Golden Tate a little bit. Right. I agree. Uh
1: as a as a Tate owner, I'm I'm slightly nervous that his value is going to go down a bit. Yeah, but I would you
0: be gotta too.
2: just love the season you're getting from him thus far. Oh, absolutely, He's got like, like 800, beyond 800 yards, right? Beyond yeah, yeah. every. I bet Seattle still
0: wishes they have him. I bet. Right. Uh, Falcons, so. their O line still do do, but you know, somebody asked me today. Somebody asked me today, like, "Hey, Devontae Freeman, what do you see him going on to the future?" And I, I my response was, "The Falcons' O line so bad, I can't really fairly judge." freeman yet like That's i want hard. to see him next year you
1: see that amazing one-handed catch that he made on that touchdown
0: on freeman's yeah uh, i did see it but now i'm trying to picture it back
1: it was like a little swing pass and and matt ryan kind of tossed it over Yeah, he just he just plucked yes. it with one hand and ran right in the end of those so it was really, nice
0: it was a really nice show of hands i mean they, he's he, got good hands yeah and he's a he's a good little scat back He, catches he the ball somebody well. we were just talking about earlier those are the backs you want to own All right i i'm definitely i'm still in on freeman and, I'm, and I can't wait to see him next year.
1: I can't wait. I mean, yeah, they get, a, like, an actual legitimate NFL offensive line there. Yeah, I think he could do well.
0: And then Cowboys, Redskins, DeMarco looks fantastic. Is DeMarco Murray the number one dynasty running back right now?
1: For this, for I'm, this the, half right, of the season?
0: I'm you? saying no. Is he the number one oh. dynasty running back? hmm. He's got youth. Yeah. He's got the talent. I
2: put him number one. I had to. So, I, I think, got sold after another. I think I have LaShawn McCoy man.
0: number one, but this is how quick it changes. I think that I, when I do my I rankings to flip, next man. week, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Demarco number one. Wow. Big I mean, guy. I hate to be like the flip flopper, like
2: I always say, because I feel like in some instances, uh, overall, I hate flipping my opinion based on what just happened recently. Flip you the bird. But I'm a hypocrite half the time. So I, as much as I hate to do it, because I think last week I or two weeks ago I thought I would still say LaShawn McCoy but we had to submit our rankings and I just thought like if I own LaShawn McCoy and someone's like hey do you want DeMarco Murray for LaShawn McCoy in the dynasty league?" Well, I'd make that trade
0: me too hmm. see I don't think it's called flip I, I just think I mean everything changes every hour I mean People ask me. People can ask me a Twitter question, and I can give one response. They like, ask me three hours later. I might literally have to like because hey, some
2: of them are like so borderline. It's like man, depends on what you get me. Like or sometimes I'll when we're doing our rankings, uh, I'll do you know whatever a certain amount, and I go back the next day and I look. and I'm like, oh, I gotta change this. Oh, it happens to me all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like God, everything's so fluid. And like as of like <laughs> right now, after seeing. You know, DeMarco Murray just, gosh, he's just got me sold right now. And before he was like someone I was down on, just goes like, This guy never stays healthy. All, all in. I'm like, yeah. All, I'm all in on Murray. Right. So I obviously, agree. this dude's healthy. He's good. He looks
0: so good running the ball.
1: So I, I mean, I, I have him number three behind Sean McCoy and, and Jamal Charles still. But I mean, I guess you're right. He does have youth on his side, but I, I, I don't know. I'm right. still nervous about it. i getting injured. Again, I own him, and I'm riding him right, right. now. Right. I mean, and, I'm nervous, and you, and you, you, so. you
2: maybe in your, you know, it just like I, I got it, I got suckered in by the, uh, by the moment. Hey, yeah. I mean, but,
1: he's having an amazing season, so I, I can see why you'd buy in. And, and he's, got, and a good,
0: he's in. got a good. He's got a good O line. That's what which it is. Young. I mean, yeah. He's got a huge. You know how those like
2: running backs like do good. Like I, I for you know, where they do good for so like a couple years in a row when they're like the top fan like in the redraft leagues. It's Hashtag like
0: oh. two to three year window.
2: Right, exactly. Like they're the number one back. I mean, I can go throughout the years and name the top like couple backs. Every remember it was Marshall Falk and Right. And Priest Holmes and Edger and like, James Larry and Johnson. Ladanian, Ladanian Thomas. Right. You know, it's like uh, Adrian Peterson and then like it just is like the torches pass. So like LaShawn McCoy had his run. So, I try to like maybe like mentally predict the the headlines. I could see, you know, now for the next two, two three years, it might be DeMarco Murray. You know what I mean? So, two to
0: three. I mean, again, I, it's going to be the all time. It'll quote. be like we'll DeMar- it for years. Hashtag two to three. It's two to three year windows right. you got these guys. And, you know, I mean. think now from this year forward, the two, three year windows can belong to. Le'Veon,
2: Le'Veon Bell and DeMarco Murray yeah. it could be the next generation, it, whereas Jamal Charles and LaShawn McCoy were like the previous uh, iteration. And, and like, Adrian it just, Peterson.
0: R- right, absolutely. Again, again, you don't have to be number one. If you're two or three. You're still sweet. Yeah, you're still in there. So right. yeah, whether Maya has them three or one, if you have one of those shares, you're in a very good situation. Again, those are guys, that, and this is why we still take running backs high in these dynasty drafts because these are the guys who are difference makers. You know, receivers. there's You know, the higher tier of receivers. There's still not that many good running backs. Again, when we do our rankings, you see how many running backs. Like after you get, you do a couple. You're like, man, I don't like any of these guys. Like, oh my no, god, I like,
2: always, I hate all of them.
0: You do. It's amazing if you've never done rankings before, which I don't really it's, recommend doing because no, it's really it's hard terrible. to do. I hate it. You you see how many like it puts it in perspective how much like when you have those elite guys how much you want to hold on to them because they're so rare to have you get past like six
1: or seven maybe and it's just like well so running start, backs yeah yeah running back you just you start them.
0: getting a
2: headache man you're like god who would i like oh, <laughs> geez, oh, man and then you're like well it just all depends on how my team's constructed jeez like, <laughs> do i have old guys do i have young guys blah blah blah. oh it's just like it's so hard
0: i hear you so well that's uh that's our uh, fantasy we can review all right great make sure to get on com. enter our form we're popping t-shirts out uh like it you know it's like we're one of the Duggar families uh, if you get on there, com, all you got to do is pick two players to go over 100 yards. And if you do, you win a dynastynearns t shirt and you win cash at drafter.com. Drafter.com is your go to site for your daily fantasy leagues. Uh, at Dynasty, Tommy writes an article every week that helps for his optimal lineup. That thing is won six out of seven weeks. Ailing it, man. Straight cash, man. Straight cash, hey, homie. Yeah. So get on there. Tommy it, knows it, what he's doing. It's a free contest. He's good. He is. I mean, he does really well. I've right. won. I'm up money on it. Draftster.com. Even if you don't even enter a contest, sign up for Draftster, Draftster.com and just use Tommy's optimal lineup, and you're going to be bringing home the bacon. Uh, so that's kind of nice to get on there. It's a free contest, and it's fun. If you want to do us on Twitter, oh, wait, before you hit me on Twitter, just go to DynastyNerds.com. Dynasty it's the greatest nerds.com. Dynasty website in the world. <laughs> um, Rankings updated, finally. Finally did Finally. And we we will be on top of that more often because the easiest way to stay on top of them is do them more often because the longer you wait, the way harder they get. So All Right. Just uh pipe down over there. I'm over yep. here. I'm over here in this. All right, wrap this up. Wrapping this up over here. So hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. At Dynasty Nerd Mike. Until then, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Adios. Bye.